You're listening to Raw and Real, a podcast for everyone dealing with loss. Join your host, Linda Piazza, as she and her guests share their experiences, knowledge, and heart when dealing with the tough topics of loss along life's journey. Our goal, whether you're dealing with a loss of a relationship, loss of health, loss of life, or loss of self, is to invite you to the table for our weekly conversation and provide some comfort in knowing that you're not alone in your grief. Now, here's your host, Linda Piazza. Hello, and thank you for joining us for this week's podcast of Raw and Real. My name is Linda Piazza, and I will be your host. The topic of this week's episode is trauma. Thanks for joining us. I know that this is a little bit different and a little bit off the normal topic that we discuss on Raw and Real. I believe that there are a lot of different types of things that create situations in people's lives that could prevent them from moving forward or can create losses in their lives. And I think that trauma is one of them. And I believe that there are things that we need to do to work through trauma that's happened in our lives. There are things that we are not aware of that cause trauma in our lives, which bring us to certain points of what we're experiencing as adults. So while this isn't a topic about loss that we're typically used to or loss that we can tangibly hold on to or make sense of, I believe that trauma in somebody's life can really create a lot of losses along life's journey. And I think that this is a pretty important topic and I'm maybe opening a can of worms And this may be something that we might need to dive deeper in, but we're going to give it a go. Okay, so here goes. I think this is going to be kind of a little bit of a challenging topic to discuss because I believe that when you're discussing or talking about trauma or you're thinking back to different things that have taken place in your life that have created trauma, it brings you to a place that you're not super comfortable with. And I believe that people are afraid of it because they don't want to go back to the things that created the challenges in their lives because it's too difficult and it's too painful. So this is probably going to be a hard episode to listen to as well, especially if you have dealt with any kind of trauma in the past, whether it was when you were a younger child or if it is something that has happened to you as an adult that has created any kind of trauma that has changed things in your life that has caused loss in your life, whether it's loss of yourself loss of a relationship. Here we go again with all of the different types of losses that you experience in life that you can experience through trauma. So what are some of the triggers? What are some of the things? What are some of the issues that we have in life that were created through trauma that has happened to us? And it's really kind of hard because what I think happens many times is that something may happen to us as a child, we're little, and 
we are unaware as we're younger children that something traumatic is happening to us. I think that when we're younger and we're little children and things that are happening to us are not nice or they're not good, that's how we look at it. And we look at it as this isn't nice, this isn't good, or this person is mean. We don't look at it as traumatic until we're much older, until we get to peel back the layers and understand what it is that happened to us that caused the trauma that we are now realizing we had in our lives. And we have a tendency, people in human nature have a tendency to block trauma out of their lives. And what I mean by that is if something happened to you as a child, you may, in order for you to survive, in order for you to live your life, in order for you to be okay, you block that trauma out of your life. You forget about it. You bury it. Because if you don't bury it, you're going to have a hard time moving on and as a child, you don't realize that you're moving on, but as a child, you do realize that it's important to bury whatever it is that happened to you because you can't deal with it. You don't know how to deal with it because you're little. Whether you're three, five, seven, 10, 15, 18, whatever that age is, you have a little awareness around it that you don't understand. And because you don't understand it and you really don't know what to do with it, but you do know that it makes you feel really bad and really sad or really anxious, you bury it so you can forget it. And sometimes when traumatic things happen, you bury it so, so deep that it could be 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, even 30 years later, that something could surface that you don't even remember whether it was reality or not. And that's really hard because as a grown adult, if it's not something that we've dealt with along life's path and we remember it as an adult, kind of stops us in our tracks. It kind of has this paralyzing effect on you because first of all, you forgot it and you buried it, but something's happened in your life that triggers it and brings that memory to the surface. And then when you bring the memory to the surface, you sit back and you wonder if, did that really happen? Am I crazy? Why didn't I remember this before? And you kind of go through a lot of different things when that memory that you have totally put in the closet way, 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 way back that you didn't think you were going to find and it comes back out, you really are taken back and a lot of things can happen to you at that point because it's something you never wanted to deal with as a child. 
it's something you might not have wanted to deal with as an adolescent. It certainly isn't something that you want to deal with as an adult. But just like anything else and just like any other loss in our lives, just like any other tragedy in our lives, unless we deal with it, unless we hit it head on, but I do know that it's down there in your gut. It's down there in your soul. It's down there somewhere causing havoc, uncertainty, just unsettledness in your life. And sometimes you have that and you have an awareness around the unsettlement. You have an awareness around the uncertainty, but you don't know where it's coming from. Until one day you wake up and you have this reality check and something triggers a memory, something triggers an event, and then it starts making sense. But when it starts making sense, you've got a long road ahead of you to try to work through something that may have happened to you 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, or 50 years ago. How do you handle that? What do you do? How do you let that go? How do you feel like it's not who you are anymore or who you ever were and you were a victim to something traumatic happening to you, whether it was somebody physically abusing you, somebody sexually abusing you, somebody you watching It doesn't even have to always be something happening to you. You watching abuse happening to someone else, whether you experienced your parents arguing all the time, your parents in physical confrontations where one of the parties is harming the other party, whether you have memories of a parent who's a drug addict or a parent who's an alcoholic and you lived in that environment all of your life, you went into survival mode to get through each day of your life and just trying to think about, well, if I do my homework or I make my bed or I don't speak, maybe they won't drink or they won't argue or they won't hit each other or they won't hit me or maybe if I'm really quiet they won't touch me or if I'm invisible they won't know I'm here and they won't sexually abuse me. There are lots of things that go on in little children's minds even adults adult minds that When you're a victim and you're abused and you're going through traumatic events of your life, that you immediately think whatever is happening is your fault. Whatever is happening, you should be able to do something about it. Whatever is happening, whether it's to you or someone else, you take responsibility for it. And until you let go of that responsibility... And until you say to yourself, this was not my fault, until you give yourself permission to let go, it's got a hold on you your entire life, your entire life. And it's normal. 
I don't know that it's okay in the sense because it's it's got you a prisoner in your own mind and in yourself and in your body. Did you ever wonder if you are a person who has trust issues, do you ever wonder where it comes from? Do you ever wonder if it's something that is deep rooted in you from your childhood or from your relationships with different people in your lives that were important to you, that you looked up to, and they disappointed you and taught you that you can't trust them? Parents, especially, if you have parents that are abusive, parents that are abusive to each other, parents that are drug addicts or alcoholics, you, (laughs) they don't watch you, they don't protect you. And from there, because they didn't protect you and because you feel like they let you down, you can't trust them. You just can't. And when you can't trust them, do you think that that affects you the rest of your life until you work through it, that you have trust issues? Did you ever wonder why you have trust issues if you do and really peel those layers back to figure out where those trust issues come from and then try to repair it and let it go? Because a lot of things that happen to you as a child, most of the time, all of the time, as a child, is not your fault. It is not your responsibility to take care of your mom who has just been abused by your dad and you sat with another member of your family in a corner crying or yelling to stop as a child. Is that your responsibility to save and protect your mom? Is that your responsibility to save and protect your dad? Is it your responsibility to save and protect your siblings? As a child, it is not your responsibility, but you feel like it is because nobody else is taking responsibility. Nobody else is protecting the other person. And certainly there isn't anybody protecting you. So you have issues as you grow up, trust issues, relationship issues, issues on getting close to people. Because you're afraid. You've got a lot of fear around that. Sometimes some of the things that happen, again, like I said, you bury those because you can't deal with them. But they take you through your entire life unless you deal with them. And sometimes you do. They're deep-rooted and they're buried to the point where you don't remember them unless something happens that triggers that event. And then all of a sudden you remember what happened. All of a sudden you remember something that somebody did, something that you saw. When I was younger, I remember we lived on a street called Albany Street. And Albany Street was Lower Albany Street and Upper Albany Street. We were living on Lower Albany Street. And there was a pharmacy that was around the corner, down the street at the corner. And my mom needed a prescription. So she sent me to go pick up her prescription. And I can't remember how old I was, but way back then, anybody can walk the streets because it was safe. But I want to say I was probably eight years old. And I went down there, maybe nine, maybe eight or nine. 
And I, w- I remember going to the pharmacy and I remember walking in and it was Dardano's. The name of the pharmacy was Dardano's and the gentleman behind the counter always was so nice to me. And we used to go there all the time. And it was next door to this coffee shop that my uncle used to go to when they sold magazines. So I went to Dardano's all the time and I became friends with, with the man that ran the pharmacy, the pharmacist that was there. And I really liked him. And we, you know, I was a little kid and he was always real nice to me and I'd go in there with my parents. Anyway, this one time that my mom asked me to go in there to pick up her prescription, I walked in and there wasn't anybody there. And I thought, well, he's probably behind the, in the back because there was a back place of the the pharmacy where they did all, you know, got the prescriptions and stuff ready. And then he, he came out from behind there typically. So I waited a little while and I called and nobody answered. And so I went ahead and kind of looked over the, the register and he was on the floor. Now, I was pretty young. I was eight, maybe nine tops, maybe nine tops. And I went home, told my mom that there wasn't anybody there and that, you know, the, the drugstore was open. but nobody was there. I didn't really know how to tell her that this guy's laying on the ground. I was young. Long story short, the gentleman died. That I, I don't remember how I'm assuming he had a heart attack. But when I told my mom that the store was open and nobody was there and he didn't come out and I couldn't get a prescription, they called I don't know if it was the police or ambulance, or they, but they did call someone who went to the store and saw him dead on the other side of the counter. That's traumatic. That's something that I forgot about for years and years and years and years and years. And I don't even remember what happened that triggered that memory, but it did. And when it happened and it triggered that memory, it kind of, freaked me out a little bit because I was young. I'd never seen a dead body before. I never witnessed something like that before. I mean, grew up with a lot of death around us because we had a large family, knew a lot of people, grew up in the same town that my parents grew up in and stuff. So somebody dying wasn't unusual to us, but seeing it was and seeing it at that age, not expecting it was. And I wonder how much that incident, that situation affected me as I got older, as I grew up, as I deal with death now. How did that affect or does it affect anything right now? Does it make a difference? Was there a fear instilled in me that I wasn't aware of that I carried maybe with me through my life? I honestly don't know, but I know that something had happened that triggered that memory because I had forgotten it for years. And it's not something that as an eight or nine-year-old, you're going to go around talking about because it was fearful and it was scary. And I also really liked the gentleman and he was always really nice to me. And to know that he died, I was very sad by it that he had passed away. I don't know that I really had an understanding that much around it either, but There are things similar to that that can happen, conversations that you overhear, 
that can cause some damage as a child. I think when I was growing up, adults talked all the time and nobody worried about whether there were kids around the conversations were had and there was zero protection because nobody really knew better. Now it's very people and and parents raising their kids today are very protective of conversations that happen around their children because they're protecting their children and trying to keep them children longer and innocent and not have that fear around some of the things that parents talk about that they think you don't hear or you don't understand. Most of the time you may not understand it, but you certainly do hear it. So what is it that possibly has triggered some things in your life? What is it that you sit back and when you're trying to dig out that inner child in you and you're trying to figure out who you are and you're trying to get that center back, what are the things that come to mind? What are the things that you've experienced? What are the things that you're questioning on why you're a certain way you are, whether it's trust issues, whether it's intimacy issues, whether it's physical issues in the sense of you don't like people touching you, whether it's alcohol or drugs, I know people who are surrounded by that growing up, either they fall into those same bad habits or they have a real negative opinion on it and a negative opinion on people who they see drink and do drugs and that kind of thing. And it brings back a lot of bad memories bad memories. And this is way above my pay grade level. And if you are experiencing anything that has created any kind of trauma in your life that you have not had a resolve to, and you have not dealt with, going to see somebody and talking to somebody professionally to help you walk through the steps that you need to walk through are extremely important. Because a lot of times, These things that are traumatic that happen to you, they will affect you in every aspect of your life. They will affect your marriage. They will affect your relationships with your kids. They will affect your relationships with friends. They'll affect whether or not you even have friends. Because a lot of times when things like this happen to people, they get very introverted, very into themselves, and they don't let anybody close to them. They don't let anybody in because they have a lot of fear around it. They have a lot of trust issues around it. They don't want to be hurt again, whether it's physically or emotionally, they don't want to be hurt again. So when you see somebody that seems like they are injured, that's a good word, I think, injured, Understand them, don't judge them. Listen, offer to listen. Sometimes they'll talk to you, sometimes they won't. If you're aware of a situation going on around you now where somebody's in an abusive relationship, is in an abusive situation, whether it's an adult or a child, help them get out of it. Help them get out of it. Sometimes They don't know how to get out of it. There's a lot of fear around it. Sometimes they think they deserve it. Sometimes, you know, an abused woman feels like 
he loves me because they're always saying, we're sorry, I love you. And I won't do that again. And they make excuses and excuses and excuses. And when you really kind of research it, you find out that this woman grew up in a home that was as abusive as the home that she is now in, that her children are now witnessing and you don't break that cycle. And if you don't break the cycle, it'll happen over and over and over. And each person in that cycle has no self-worth. They think they've done something wrong and they deserve it. And nobody deserves it. Nobody deserves to be physically abused, emotionally abused, sexually abused. Nobody deserves it. And when that happens, that causes unbelievable trauma in your life. And when that happens, that causes all kinds of losses of who you could be, who you should be, who you would want to be. It brings on a lot of responsibility you put on yourself that you probably shouldn't have. Not that it's, and I'm not saying shouldn't have in the sense that it's right or wrong. I'm saying shouldn't have because it was a huge undertaking and a huge burden and a huge load on you to take on the responsibility of somebody else's actions because either you couldn't stop it or either because you were part of it and felt like couldn't do anything and so you just were a victim to it and it happened and as horrible as it is and you didn't want it and you tried to stop it, and you couldn't stop it, you felt like you still did something wrong to deserve it, or you still feel like you did something wrong for that to happen. And yeah, go back, and it's like, well, if I'm better, if I'm nicer, if I'm quieter, if I'm invisible, all this will stop. And it doesn't. Leads to a lot of suicide leads to a lot of depression, leads to a lot of anxiety, leads to a lot of, oh, heaviness, leads to a lot of heaviness in your life where you feel like you have to take on the world because that's how the situation formed you. That's how it formed you to who you are. You feel like every problem in the world is your problem. Every situation and everything that happens to your friends, your family, the world is because of something you did or you didn't do. And it's like a huge responsibility and you need to let that go. You need to get the help. And if you know somebody who is in that situation and your friend or family member you would be wise to offer to help, offer to go to sessions with them, offer to do something for them that will help them, one, understand and realize that it's not they're not responsible, that they're okay, that the other person is the one that's wrong, not them. To have a child in that environment is just horrific to have an adult feel like they deserve the pain that they're receiving is horrific. To have a child witness that is horrific. And for individuals that are creating this horrible action to other people that caused the trauma 
shame on you. You are selfish and you need to go seek help because your actions are not acceptable and they're not good. And trauma, like I said, comes from a lot of different things. You know, somebody could have experienced trauma through rape, could have experienced trauma through a loss of a child, could experience trauma through a divorce, depending on your situation. That's pretty traumatic. And I think there's a lot of trauma around divorce with children because what brought you to the point of your divorce had to be pretty serious. And what were the children around or what did they see or what did they hear that caused some stuff in their life? Have you ever realized that or look at families that they get married and their marriages don't work and they end up divorced and the majority of them end up divorced and it's not understood because mom and dad stayed together for 50 years or 60 years. But was mom and dad's relationship healthy? Was their relationship something that you wanted? Was their relationship something that you learned from? Possibly not. And you only knew what you saw. And if you saw what you saw wasn't healthy, you got into relationships that weren't healthy, that you realized down the road, this isn't what you wanted and it's not right for you that bring you to that divorce. And if that divorce has children involved, that divorce, guys, you got to be careful. You got to be real careful. I don't know that I was careful. I know I tried to protect my kids, but I I don't know. There were a lot of arguments that took place in my home, especially with my second marriage. Max husband's an alcoholic. However, he was a... Um, closet alcoholic. So not everybody saw him drinking. And when it was brought to my friend's attention and stuff, they all thought I was crazy. They thought I'd lost my mind. But that merry-go-round, that craziness, that circle, that insanity, it affected my kids. And that wasn't right. So what is it that you need to work on? What is it that you have that has happened in your life that you've been avoiding. You can't avoid it. You've got to deal with it because if you don't deal with it and you avoid it, you'll never live your best life. You will never be fully who you were meant to be. You'll never live a full, happy, joyful life. If you don't process, deal with, and let go of whatever the trauma is that's happened in your life, think about it. And I hope that if you have any trauma that's taken place in your life, whether it was as a child or as an adult, you get whatever help that you need so that you can experience joy and happiness in your life because you deserve it. Know that you deserve to be happy. You deserve joy. You deserve to be treated well. You deserve it. Normally, this is the time in the episode that I would say to you, I hope you enjoyed this episode. However, this was a pretty heavy topic. 
this was something that was real difficult to talk about, and I'm sure even more difficult to listen to. So if you are somebody who has dealt with a lot of traumatic situations in your life, and there are things that you are either holding onto or things that you're suppressing, seek out some professional help. There is nothing wrong with it. Don't put a stigma on the fact that you might need some help getting yourself through it. Because in order for you to no longer be a prisoner to someone else in their actions towards you or somebody that you love, you have to let it go and you have to move on. And most of the time, the only way you're able to do that is through professional help. There are organizations out there. There are local organizations. There are nationwide organizations. There's a place that you can go. It's called the hotline.org. So if you are in the midst of this right now and you have this stuff happening to you in your life or you know somebody that this is happening to and is experiencing some violent actions against them or towards them, either help them through it or if it is you, reach out to this hotline. And it's fairly easy only because you can go to the website or call your local authorities, but don't stay, don't stay in it. Don't stay in it because you're better than that. You deserve more than that. Don't stay a prisoner in your past either. So again, like I said, if this is something that you have experienced in your life and you're holding on to do what you need to do to no longer be a prisoner to whatever it is that created the trauma in your life and just get out there and have your best life. There are books and there are resources. I will list some books that I know of that have been some really good books to help people through some of this stuff or even give you an awareness around it. But just know, one, you're not alone. Two, you're good enough. And three, you don't deserve it. And if you are in a relationship or you're in a situation that is not good and healthy for you and you have children, you have a responsibility to those children to get the hell out. Stop the vicious cycle. Make it stop with you. Thanks for joining us this week for another episode of Raw and Real. If you like what you heard, make sure to subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcast app so you get notification of all new episodes. 